Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mega 64 podcast. You're here with the Mega 64 boys yeah. on a hot Sunday night. And yeah. we have finally yeah. removed Sean from the equation and yep. replaced him with. Uh, nope, don't see that. Wait a minute. The, uh, Wait, who's. Yeah. Hey, Sean, you've been exiled, buddy. I, How do you get back in? Yeah, rules are rules. I like. I feel like I'm Wilson from Home Improvement. <laughs> yeah, that is relevant. That is funny. I think let's let's just boil it down. Padre season started, and we couldn't get him to shut up about that whole thing. Nipped it in the bud. We got. You're looking at the all new crew. Yeah, way more efficient. Way more gamer stuff. Way more. You're not going to hear about baseball. Let's, Even one more time. Let's take a look at who is sitting in Sean's seat tonight. There he is. That's right. You know him. It's Gerard, the completionist. Hi, guys. How's it going? Doing well. It's going well. Happy to have you here Happy to have you Thank you for having yeah. me. The la- I think the last time I officially saw you boys was Game Days 2019. Oh, my that gosh. That is a yeah. long time wow. ago. That's so and long. Before everything just exploded. Wow. That was fun. That was uh, four years ago? I yeah. yeah. I, Almost. I, I always think 2019 was like, oh, yeah, that was like eight, eight months ago. I know. Oh, I yeah. c- continue to think that, too. But uh, I really enjoyed that. First of all, thank you for doing that again. Oh, that was a lot of fun. That we had... I really, you know, I'm going to pat ourselves on the back because we had a really great eclectic mix of guests. Mm. You were there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Donkey was there. Leo was there. And then Neil Hamburger did comedy. That was oh. so, I had never heard of <laughs> so, him before. Yeah, that's, that's what phenomenal. I was going to That's what I was going to say is I remember going into the back of the room because I was, you know, we were making sure everything was running while Neil Hamburger was doing a set. And I just saw you in the back of the room with the, this look on your face that was just like, what? What is happening? Is this, guy, <laughs> is this guy real? Comedic genius. Wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. He was so funny. I, yeah, I was surprised you hadn't you hadn't heard of him. Oh, I, I walked up and bought his CD right away. Oh, Hell yeah. Nice. Right when the show was over. I That's awesome. I had to. It was <laughs> so we, funny. I would love to get him back sometime. Yeah. I feel like he is just like, I don't know, the future of comedy. Which <laughs> Transcendent. Is, uh, you know, maybe a little uh, overselling him, but <laughs> I feel like... He's just one of a kind. Yeah, his I whole agree. approach to comedy. He, he, it's it's like, it's not like performative college artsy, but like he plays a character while he does stand up, and it's yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah. The idea love, of doing a show just to bomb and that's yes. the joke is like that's brave. Yeah, so brave. Yeah, but I don't even think he's bombing. He's not. That's the best he's part. Killing. He doesn't he's, bomb. He's excelling the entire time. I love yeah. <laughs> He tells yeah. his first joke. Uh, I'm not going to repeat any of them. I would get canceled for saying his jokes. <laughs> but the whole audience like gasps like, oh, what the fuck? And then yeah. he just tells another one. They're like, oh, I can't. Bl-. And then by the third or fourth joke, it's like he breaks everybody's brain. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, like, oh, I, he's I, this guy. I don't even know what I'm witnessing here. And you can't help but laugh. I'm desensitized yeah. to the edginess now. Like. I, I also. <laughs> yes. Th- um, one of my favorite parts of that, too, was I think I might have brought this up before, but he uh, when he came to the show, you know, he was about to go on. He was like, all right, hook up. Uh, this is my microphone. So go ahead and hook that up so I could use it. And it's like, oh, dude, we're good. We got a million mics up there. You don't even we don't even need that. And he's like, no, you you don't want me to use your mics. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? And then once he started, I got it. He's going. <laughs> I mean, he is like Fleming. Yes. Just the complete thing. Yeah. And he told me like, later. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah, I, I have to bring one for that reason. Yeah, it's he, all might, okay. he might dip it into a cocktail. You never yeah, know. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he was very professional in that regard. But uh, but anyway, yeah, but it's great to see you again. We just did. I, I saw you. They did. They weren't at PAX East, but I, I did a panel with you. Yeah, uh, we did a video game collecting panel. 
Yeah, for, for for limited run games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I nice. I was at, I I did the gambit of GDC into PAX. Oh wow, back oh, which was which was a lot. I, yeah. I'm never doing that ever again. That was, <laughs> we did that once, was, I think. We did that one yeah. time, and it was too much we, for us. We, yeah, there was one year we did the videos for the award show at GDC, and literally we're watching them on the screen, going like, okay, we have, we have to be at the airport in like ten minutes. Like, okay, wow. we got to end go. And it was uh, we were all very tired. Yeah, I did Never the I did the red eye Thursday night into Friday morning, and then went oh. straight to the convention center and worked my booth. And it was <laughs> oh god, I I I was ready to die. But uh, Doug and I had, from Limited Run Games had talked. Uh, we had a meeting at GDC. He was like, "Are you going to PAX?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Oh, I am too. You should be on my panel." And I was like, "Great." So yeah. I said sure, and then I saw that you were on it, and it was it was good running into you and being on that panel. We it's funny we had the same moment where we're uh, I think you said this too. It's like we're all we're always at. I think you go to PAX pretty often, so yeah. we yeah. and it was like oh we never we never get asked on panels like this. Like we never, no, like we're always around, like available to like I could talk on this, I could talk on that. They don't, they what don't was ask this us. I don't know who on. we pissed off. What? what? What was the panel about? It was about video game collecting. Video oh, game about actually like archiving and yeah, collecting yeah. old games. Collecting, preservation, like how the scenes changed, oh, all that stuff. Yeah. And that's so relevant right now as that whole scene has been evolving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you guys go over how they're like, everyone's getting stuff graded like a comic book we, now? We, we, we were about to touch that, yeah. but I think it's uh, a, the, the, the Wada game stuff. It's like, a slippery it's very, subject. Yeah, it's, oh, you, you yeah. bring it up and someone's like, oh, your game is graded and it becomes a whole... I don't grab my games personally because okay. I think it's a little, a little. I'm with you. I'm. I yeah. agree with you. It's a little. What are we doing? I think yeah. we should grade everything. You yeah. Know? yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fruit in the Socks, supermarket. Uh, yeah. you know, like, let's just crank up the price. Put it off for a couple of grand. Agree. Get them yeah. back in put six on, months. Put it in a plastic <laughs> container that's too small. Yes. With no air in it, and just let it go bad. Yeah. You yeah. can never and play that's it part again. Part of the art. Yeah. So, what does your video game collection look like? Oh, it's it's not as crazy as everyone thinks. Uh because everyone's always like, well, you're the completionist. You have to have every game possible. Your, your com collection's complete. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's mostly like I like my favorite collection is Super Nintendo. That's my favorite console. Mm, okay. So I have obviously like Chrono Trigger, Earthbound, Final Fantasy 3, yeah. uh, Super Mario World, that kind of stuff. Um, but most of my like best quality games are Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. The rest are just fans wanting me to complete games. So they'll send me. Hey, here's Billy Hatcher from my childhood on GameCube. Would you yeah. please play it? And so yeah, okay. most of my collection is just from fans wow. giving me games. That's cool. You ever Asking. like just throwing games away? Like, no. I got enough of this one. I'm tired. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> if, if I have too many, I'll, I'll, I'll sell it and give the money to charity or something. Oh, just that's nice. Yeah, I feel like uh, everyone, you know, they, they care. someone cared about this game. I feel like I should toot it to a degree if I don't want it. I have to like yeah, you know, yeah. repurpose it in a, in a good mm -hmm. way. So how many Super Nintendo games do you have? Do you know the exact number? Probably less than a hundred, not okay. that many. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I think there's eight hundred Super Nintendo oh games, my God. something like that. Oh, yeah. Lots of like Madden type, like NFL sure. hockey. You got to get every Madden game. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but all. I mean, like in terms of, like the good ones, right? There's like probably thirty or forty really solid Super Nintendo games yeah. that are like, yeah. must haves. What are your uh, top ten Super Nintendo games? Oh man, I made a video about this, but I'm not. I don't remember. It. I'm gonna try my best. <laughs> uh, in no particular order. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna go Chrono Trigger. Okay. Incredible. Mm, no. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just wanna, no, I just I'm ready to fight you. I'm ready. Good. Creator Clash is around the corner. Yeah. Uh, Secret of Mana. Okay. Uh, I love RPGs. Mm -hmm. Mario RPG. Yeah. Uh, Mario World. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh man, I'm on Final Fantasy three. That's that's a must have. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mega Man X. 
is yeah. a classic. That's that's one of my favorites. Uh, Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Conquest. Love. It's mm. hard, though. That one was too hard. It's very I'm hard. A, I'm out the, on that one. The, okay. the first one, I, I sped around that one before. I'm good at that one. Yeah. The second one, some of those levels, like, what? Yeah, I, could, could I couldn't. This? Yeah, I was always bad at games. Oh, I still am bad at games. Nothing has changed, <laughs> but uh, I could not, do, couldn't beat that one. But, that's but still, it was fun. It's a great game. It's yeah. a great game. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I think, my favorite game of all time. I love really oh, of all time. Yeah. It's Diddy my Kong? absolute favorite. Yeah, Donkey Kong Country Two. It's it's really hard, but of it's all it's time. Of it's all time. never been topped. It's my number one. Wow. Yeah, that's that's you cool. know I get a little bit of grief sometimes too because one of my favorite, I mean, top five favorite games is a Super Nintendo platformer too that no one ever picks is Yoshi's Island. Like, Yoshi's that, Island is amazing. That's, yeah. that's like one of my all time favorite games, and that's that's, I, in, that's people, in my top ten list yeah. as well. Yoshi's oh, that's Island. all. That's great to hear because yeah. yeah, I tell people that and they're like, you can listen to that fucking baby. Like, it's I me. That's me saying that. Yeah, Sean, Sean hates me all the time. I started playing it again recently because this put it up on the Switch, yeah. and I have it on mute. I just won't have the sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't deal. <laughs> But uh, that's funny. No, it's funny that you mention all this with the, with your collection because yeah, they uh, being on that panel too. I felt I was on the same boat because they ahead of the panel they were like, hey, if you have any good pictures of your amazing collection, uh, send it to us so we could show it during the panel. I'm just like, I, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I, I lucked out because my parents were really my mom specifically was really into the Super Nintendo RPG, so I still have like the Chrono Trigger with the box and all that stuff just because she was a pack rat and like loved those games, yeah. so wanted to save them. Yeah. But that's not me like looking seeking out you know them out i have a very small shelf of things i had a, I like. I had a super nintendo when i was a kid and i had a personal collection of games and yeah. i feel like none of them have gone on to be <laughs> like remembered in a good light yeah so when i think back of my favorite super nintendo games uh i loved peter pan as a kid the hook game the hook game yes <laughs> that one is is incredibly hard Really? Oh, it you're is, telling me. It is stupid hard. <laughs> I played that game like day in and day out. And it'd be yeah. like, all right, level three, here's where I die. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a blockbuster game. That's a game that you get yes. from Blockbuster yeah. all the time. 100%. Because you're pissed off, you oh, want to beat I, it, and I you never can. I had to buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember one time, uh, there were, the, the enemies in that game was like a beehive. There was like a lots of beehives in the game. And yep. Uh, my mom, for whatever reason, she was like, I want to play a video game. I was like, play the hook game. And she was attacking everything left or right. She killed the beehive. I, I didn't even know you could do that. So I'm Whoa. like, mom, you're actually good. <laughs> Sometimes uh, you need someone unhinged from the rules. Exactly. Yeah, like, I didn't know you could do that. Through. And then I played a lot of, I don't know why I had this when I was eight years old, but lethal enforcers. Okay. Oh, lethal enforcers. Yeah. Okay. You know, that you had the Super gun. Nintendo? Yeah. Oh. And it was a light gun game where you're going into a bank robbery, trying to save the day by shooting everybody in there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, so again, me as a kid, I was like, you're all, you're all bad guys. <laughs> pow, 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 pow. Everyone, everyone uh, dies. <laughs> but nobody brings up lethal enforcers anymore. Oh. No but, one's super uh, scope works anymore. <laughs> I never had the one. super scope. What were you playing on? Just a. Did it have its own gun? It had its own. Oh, it did? Oh, really? It came with the blue, like magnum, oh. you know, like dirty hairy style gun. Was lethal enforcers, maybe think of a different game. One of those like ESRB games that like mm. launched the ESRB and that. It may have been. Oh, kind of like Night Trap remember. where it's like, we can't give kids a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember I rented lethal enforcers from Blockbuster and then Blockbuster mm. got rid of it because mm. it was like, you know, yeah, we can't rent out this gun game to kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I loved it so much. I Back made my parents Hunt. buy it for me. Yeah. And cool. then I kind of, as a kid, got obsessed with light gun games. So I had Time Crisis oh, on yeah. PlayStation <laughs> 1. So good. yeah, Dude, loved it. And then yeah, people are like, it. they don't even remember that you had that game. <laughs> that it even existed, you know? Yeah. I think so. my favorite, not counting Bimani games, but Police Trainer is, I think, my 
hands down favorite arcade game. Yeah, oh. that was never on console. No, no, but it was so realistic. And getting to play that like in a taco shop at 3 yeah. a.m. It was yeah. like, this is awesome. Do you guys remember, I think it was an arcade game. It was like LA Machine Guns or yeah. something. Is that, is that, was that a thing? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I thought maybe I made the that up. The controller vibrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> that one, was one that one of I those Sega... Enjoyed. You know, yeah, millions of Sega Sims. There was one arcade games. game where you, it was a light gun game by Aerosmith. You remember? Yeah, and then you, would uh, shoot, oh you would shoot CDs yeah. at the end yes. of was that I, your Revolution. I, I keep wanting yeah, to call it Revolution, Revolution X. X. So, yeah. Revolution X. I kept wanting to call it Weapon X, but that's something different. <laughs> that's Wolverine. Um, but yeah, Revolution X. Yeah, you would shoot the CDs, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Killing people with a machine gun that shot CDs. <laughs> that was the Steven Revolution. Steven Todd going, ah! Yeah, every 10 like, seconds. Did yeah. Aerosmith even look at the game before they signed off to be in it? <laughs> I, I, you know, I think they were just worried about the money more than anything. Yeah. 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 They just said, we'll sign and take the cash, please. Anything you want. Yeah. I think, you think uh, you can defeat... Wait, Sean? You think you can defeat, wait, you think you can defeat me? Dream on. Ooh. That's a CD. I'm glad that you shut me up for that. Was it Fuck you, it theme, song. <laughs> theme song. <laughs> what? All right. Well, Sean interrupted us to go to theme song. Yeah. All right. Kind of this is why we this is why we kicked you out of the house. Yeah. It's been a while though. This is why you have to stand outside. I so nicely volunteered to be back here and I feel like I've been made fun of for this. So, you know what? Next time, Derek, you can be back here. Uh, you ain't kicking me out of the house. That's yeah, not I happening. Sit here. That's not happening. This is my seat. Uh, I like, you know, when we have somebody in the windows, it reminds me of Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Yeah. Oh. You're kind of like the king of uh, like play my neighbor. You guys, I'm yeah. the king. The King of Playland. Was that the puppet's name? Yeah. Who's come out of the window? You're more like that witch puppet, Sean. Yeah. Okay. Navmorta, whatever her name was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gruntilda or some shit. Yeah, that was something like that. Okay. Uh, anyways, Gerard, we're happy to have you here. Mm. And happy to be here. Uh, you just had a video blow up. I did. Yeah. Which was you you got every game from the eShop for Nintendo? Yeah, for the Wii U and 3DS specifically. Uh, because those I think you you officially can't buy games anymore. It's yeah, completely it's gone. gone down. Yeah. 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 How did this video come about? Where'd the idea for this come from? And, and what was it like creating it? Oh, dude. So it, the idea came from, uh, I, I'm like the one guy that loved the Wii U. I really love the <laughs> You really I, are. You're the yeah. one. I'm the one guy. Yeah. I love my kids. That's like their like nostalgia game. Like, they yeah. talk about Wii Party U. More than any other game. No one's played this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the Wii Party U game, they had a mini game called Highway, Highway Rollers, and they will not. That's all they want to play yeah. is that game. I the war, Seriously, I never heard anyone else talk about it no. except for you guys. I and know. You play it all the time. The you Wii know. U was not bad. It wasn't No, bad. it wasn't. What's, I your, what's your favorite Wii U game? Oh, man. My favorite Wii U game uh, is probably Super Mario 3D World, but now it's on Switch. Okay. So yeah. It's, yeah. Like, that's the issue, right? Is yeah. What's almost the, all the games got All right, boring. different question. What yeah. is the most underrated Wii U game? In your Ooh, opinion, this one's going to piss off a lot of people at home. Star Fox Zero. Oh, I love that game. Really? Everyone, everyone hated it. I loved it. The controls wow. were the biggest, the biggest hump. Yeah, yeah. But once you figure it out that it's just Star Fox 64 just with, with weird controls, yeah. then it just it just works. Yeah, okay. I, I, had, I had some fun with that. I, I didn't I didn't throw it out immediately, but I think my I, I, I really I had a lot of fun with the Wii U. There were a lot of great games. I think my only issue was honestly the cumbersomeness of like 
oh God, I got to turn it on. It's going to take 10 minutes to, yeah. oh God, there's an update. Well, I'll come back tomorrow. You know, it just felt like it was always like bogged down. That's yeah. the only reason I didn't want to turn it on. The, the Wii U is essentially what walks so that the Switch could sprint. Yeah. You know, yeah. And that's, yeah. you can see that. Yeah. Holding it, you can just tell, oh, this is what they wanted the Switch to be originally. And they just couldn't pull it off. Yeah. For sure. yeah. yeah. And, and you kind of knew that too, with how they marketed the thing, right? Like the console was a hard drive on, on its side. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, every Nintendo's always been about like the mystique, the GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. handle and it's small and cool yeah. and the wii is like this futuristic thing that just fits with your furniture it's tiny and then, yeah, yeah the wii u is just a hard drive on its on its side <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it really you was gotta dock odd. that controller somewhere next to it if i played everything with a controller when yeah. i had my yeah. wii u going so yeah. it was taking up the space of two consoles essentially right. Right. It it was pretty nice though. I gotta say, like when they when they put those HD remakes of the Zelda games on there, and yes. man, you got your you're you're playing it on your TV, but you got the whole inventory just touch screen. That was like, the, oh yeah. yeah, give me that, give me that. That was pretty nice. You, we didn't we yeah. didn't know how good we had it. George, do you think that we have a theory that it sold terribly because of the name? Oh, I 100% agree. Yeah. I mean, if they would have called it anything else, I think it would have. But people didn't get what that that was like an expansion for the Wii. Yeah. They didn't get it. Yeah. I mean, I I. That theory is also what I believe too. It's yeah. that plus, uh, again, Nintendo's all about the aesthetic of it, right? Like look yeah. at the Switch. The Switch has a very specific look and style yeah, and tone. Yeah. The Wii U is is just a weird. It looks like an adapt. Yeah. Like a the the game pad is what makes the Wii U the Wii U. Yeah, but you can only take it ten feet away from the console. Yeah, yeah. and. Mm-hmm. If the if the thing breaks, you can't go buy new ones. You have to go through yeah. RMA and Nintendo, and it's like they call it the Wii U. Like even calling it the Wii Two, yeah, Super Wii, Super Wii, yeah, yeah. yeah. Super yeah. Wii tells you, oh, this is a new product. Yeah, but totally. Looking at it, and you're like, oh, this is an add-on to the Wii. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Dude, I was depressed the first day. We got it day one. We, I think we, this was, see, this is back when we got free stuff from Nintendo. So yeah. I think, I think yep. we actually got it a little early. We this did. Was, we, this was the first thing that I got from Nintendo. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the first thing. Yeah. Yeah. This, this was kind of an early thing for us too. And uh, I remember we got the system and I, where I was living at the time, I had the system hooked up right there and it was like, oh, I want to keep playing Mario. Uh, I wonder if it will still, my, the bathroom is like two feet that way. <laughs> Sorry, this is too much information. I'm like, I'm going to go in there and see if it still works. And, and it immediately this. cut out. And I was like, <laughs> this, this is all I looked forward to was and right you know, here. They, and it's gone. they fucked themselves because when they came up with the wave bird way back when, and you were on yeah. the street and you oh, still could man. control mm-hmm. it, you just assumed, well, they've figured out this problem. But then now with this thing, it didn't work. Then it's like, yeah. well, now we're going back in time. You kind of yeah. expected the same magic to apply there. That, yeah, I do remember. I we talk about this all the time, but uh, I remember going over to a friend's house when that wave bird came out, and that was like our whole night was. Are right, you got Mario Sunshine? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm in the backyard. He's still jumping. Oh my. Okay, I'm over at a friend's house. It's still going. Oh my. You know, it was like that magic kind of like. How does this work? And yeah, Wii U just didn't have that. So you love the Wii U? Yeah, I do, I do love the Wii U. Yes, uh, I love the Wii U, and I, I really love the 3DS. And um, honestly, my channel. For the last I've been I've been doing YouTube for 12 years, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys obviously a lot longer than me, but it's it it sucks, right? The ecosystem of how to compete and <laughs> yeah. every day is a new challenge, a new thing. You're just like, yeah. why why did this video pop off online but not on YouTube or yeah. or yeah. vice versa? And so um my YouTube rep and people I've been talking to about how to kind of create content, everyone was saying, Well, everyone's making Mr. Beast kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> the that's trends a, are so weird. Yeah. How, like, it changes so fast. Yeah. And I sat there and it's like, if you're a young aspiring content creator, 
because that's what everyone wants to be, right? An influencer, a content creator, right? Uh, yeah. Um, how the hell are you supposed to compete with Mr. Beast, who just has a yeah, massive not. budget? Yeah. yeah, you're not. You're not. You're not supposed to. You're just yeah. okay. I'll guess I'll just not make stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or not make that stuff. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And so I, I kind of, I asked the team like, hey, what's something cool that we can do that isn't, that's kind of in the same vein as Mr. Beast, but has a, an actual genuine story and narrative to it. And so um, that's when the Nintendo Direct came out and they were like, hey, we're shutting down the Wii U and 3DS services. Mm. And immediately I was like, oh, that's it. That's what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to buy every single Wii U and 3DS game uh, and, wow. and donate our consoles to the Video Game History Foundation so they can preserve it in the future. That's so cool. And so yeah. that was kind of the whole crux of it. And we came up with that idea, I want to say like December of 28, uh, no, December of 2021. So okay. 2022, I was like, all right, we're going to make this video because mm -hmm. sooner rather than later, functions from the Wii U and 3DS shoppers are going to disappear. So after mm -hmm. a couple of months, you can't use your credit card anymore. You have to use the gift cards. Oh, and after yeah. a couple of months off of it. Yeah, yeah. And 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 you <laughs> can't use the gift cards on the console itself. You have to merge your accounts and use the website. And oh my God. So God. It, it slowly Ooh. but surely became this project where they were like removing features to make it more difficult because they want people to just buy their games and move on. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of March of this year, March 27th, they said the whole thing's done. You have to spend all your money before it's too late. Otherwise, you can't. The shop is gone. Yeah. So from basically December of last year um, until August of last year, I was trying to find sponsors because oh, I did yeah. not want to buy all these games. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you know, our, you know, I have a team like you guys do, and and I did not want to make a video. It's like a Mr. Beast style video <laughs> that just wastes someone's salary yeah. or yeah. or yeah. equipment or gear or whatever yeah. it may be, right? Yeah. And so. Mm -hmm. My goal was to find a sponsor to pay for everything, and no one showed up. No <laughs> yeah. one, no one wanted to spend a dime. <laughs> and so I, for months, was like telling my agents, like, "This is the concept. This is the pitch. It's going to pop off." And they kept saying, "No one wants to pay that money to for a chance for a video to do well." Yeah. So I said, "Screw it. Just give me really bad mobile game or like." Raid Shadow Legends, whatever, sure. whoever is willing to pay for it, I'll, I'll just sponsor my own content that way. So a regular completionist episode, it's brought to you by, you know, Raid Shadow Legends or whoever, and then I'll take the budget there and save it. So I did four separate brand deals wow. to pay for that video. Wow. Um, and then once I had it, we we broke into teams of, of three or four of us and we... Rated every single Lowe's, Home Depot, Vons, Ralphs, <laughs> to uh, get the Walmart. gift cards. Yeah, oh, and and awesome. we we we. If you were in the Torrance area, I apologize because you could not buy gift cards <laughs> for months. Who yeah. took all the gift cards from my Lowe's? Yeah. <laughs> that that was the hack though. That Lowe's and Home Depot yeah, do no not one have to go there. No one thinks to go there, yeah. and no one cares how much you spend there. But at oh, Walmart and GameStop, they're like, yeah. you can buy three and then you can get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're weird like they that. They are. Even at that. grocery stores, they're kind of iffy if you're buying too many gift cards. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to ask if they had asked if you were being scammed or something like that, because I feel like that <laughs> happens more yeah. and more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so we we definitely <laughs> I, and it was we had to cut it out of the video, but there was a lot of me calling Bank of America and saying, mm. hey, <laughs> yes, I am buying these game, these gift cards yeah. and this is my credit card and please don't lock us out. And um, I've already had this conversation yeah. nine times and. So we finally got all the cards and then we started 
you know, cataloging everything, it immediately ran into into huge problems. Like the like the Wii U and the 3DS and the Nintendo accounts can only hold 250 bucks at any given moment. Oh, so we had twenty three thousand dollars worth of of gift cards that we could only redeem in 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 like five. Yeah, and so we'd have to spend five cards, spend all the money, drain it, and then five more cards, spend all the money, drain it, and then eventually we found out that Nintendo has a soft cap of how much you can spend in a day. No, for one account, for one account. So we would it was it's between fifteen hundred to two grand, and so they lock your account. And you can't spend any more, and you have to wait like forty-eight to seventy-two hours oh to get your God. account back. This is frustrating wow. me, and I didn't. I wasn't so al- there. already, it's like okay, I can't. Uh-huh. I have to be cognitive of that. And yeah. mind you, this is in August. So from August of last year until March of this year, Ugh. I was looking at the timeline, going, "Oh, this is gonna, this is gonna be close because there's so many man hours you have to put into this project. Yeah, someone has to sit there and Ugh. and." Download the game, log it, Ugh. write down the, the, the gigabytes and the how much it cost, and then <laughs> download it if the game was on sale, all that stuff. And as we got further and further into it, we ran into more problems. Like, I didn't know this, but most fans do. Uh, the Nintendo 3DS and the Wii U have an icon limit in the console. Oh, oh, no. So you can't oh, no. have, like the Wii U has, I think like, I think it's like 866 games, something like that. I've ruined the number at this point because okay. I've talked about it so much. But <laughs> uh, the Wii U can only hold 300 games at on it at a time. Oh, right. So if you wanted to own every game, you needed to have hard drives mm. to back them up. It's yeah. not a data issue. It's hard-coded icons. Yeah, but just the can't con- have that many. But yeah. the console can have folders that have dozens of spaces in it. Yeah. So it actually oh. could theoretically hold it Nintendo just didn't hard code it that way. Right. Wow. And it was the same for the 3DS. Oh my God. So we had to buy three hard drives for the Wii U and I think five SD cards for the 3DS <laughs> to wow. hold every game possible. Damn. And so that was like, we hit a cap, change out the card or hard drive, rebuild the 3DS because you had to unscrew the bottom to put the thing in <laughs> nice. and then continue. So oh, how geez. close did it come uh, to the closure of the store? Like, you know, the the week before the video. The week before. Wow. before. <laughs> yeah. Down to the wire. Are you going yeah. alphabetical and you're like, oh my god, we're in Y's. We, we went oh. we went uh, in order of release. Oh, okay. Oh. So like the last games we downloaded were like uh, the most recent. Like no, the first ones were the most recent. Oh, okay. so the last ones were like oh, shit. Mario 3D World, like New Mario Bros. U, <laughs> yeah, uh, Zombie U, Zombie U, <laughs> yeah, uh, nice. freaking my launch title, yeah, title right Volcar the Viking, because that was like one of the only indie games on the Wii U when it launched. Mm. So we, yeah, we, we, that's how we knew we were getting kind of closer and closer, Save but the best for yeah. last. But the crazy thing was, is that as we were doing it, games were being removed from the store because yeah. publishers weren't renewing their contracts right. yeah, yeah, because yeah. the shop was closing. And also there were some developers who were purposely releasing games on the store, knowing people would buy them oh. and in a panic buy. Oh, that's oh, awesome. So you would put it back up kind yeah, of thing. Or like a brand new game. That like is, like yes. in, in October, a new game showed up on the shop. And I was like, what the hell? Like a new game? <laughs> a new yeah. Wii U game? A new Wii U game and a new 3DS <laughs> game appeared like five months before the shop closed. Oh, wow. And we just, I had to buy it because that, that's the way that it was. But then I'm, as I'm going through my list, oh, this game's no longer available. I didn't buy it fast enough because I was going in order oh. of so my spreadsheets. I missed a couple. Yeah. Were there any like that really stung that you meant like, fuck, I can't believe I didn't get that. 
Not really, because okay. that, that's the thing, right? A lot of people online like dunked on me a lot about this video because <laughs> they were like, oh, you're just showing off your YouTube money, which is not true. Um, <laughs> you are doing this for the sake of preservation, but everyone out there mm -hmm. has already downloaded and backed up these games on ROM sites. So not like, everything is available for free already. Mm -hmm. But the thing about making this video was we had worked closely with the Video Game History Foundation with Frank and Kelsey, and they both said, look, Preservation is about redundancy. You cannot yeah, have enough, yeah. right? Physical yeah. hardware that has these things backed up. Mm -hmm. yeah. And no one has that. All of it's just digital ROMs backed up online. If you right. have a Wii U or 3DS emulator, mm -hmm. yeah, you can download the whole library. But imagine you're not a, you're not a, a, a kid or, or a young adult who has access to these websites, who knows how to mod a 3DS despite how easy it is. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. You know, like no one can really do that stuff. So yeah. our perspective was if we have these physicals, that gives the Video Game History Foundation a legal battle that they can go to Congress and change mm. to make it so that people can actually digitally check out these games like a library. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So they now have our physical backups for the rest of, of time, provided that it doesn't crap out. But it is tied yeah. to my account, so <laughs> I can re-download any of these games whenever I want, yeah, right? provided yeah. that Nintendo doesn't shut down their services, which... Is it might happen? That, yeah, yeah. That, that's what started this whole thing to begin yeah, with. Yeah, that's the inevitability. Damn. Right? Yeah. Wow. Wow. But also, too, I mean, uh, just to go back to like everyone mad, you're showing your YouTube money. Even if you were, it's for their. You're doing it for their entertainment. It's not like you're doing. <laughs> it's not like you're doing donuts in a Tesla or something. Right. Like, that's my new video. We, well, you know, it's you know, like, we we did that's that a video good cause. I think we destroyed the PS5, and people were yeah. so fucking mad at us. But it's yeah. like. You were never going to play that PS5 anyways. Yeah. Like, you got enjoyment out of it and you weren't going to before. So this yeah. is fine. Also, we did donate one, yeah. one PS5 we for gave everyone one away. we destroyed. Yeah. Children's <laughs> Hospital. Yeah. And, you know, just speaking of the nature of being an entertainer, I've really realized that sometimes just hating on something is the enjoyment that fans get. Yeah. yeah you know, sure. I, like yeah, they sure. only enjoy stuff through the lens of complaining about it. <laughs> uh, and I truly, you know, sometimes I read the comments and I don't even get mad. I was like, that's so mean. But I guess you're just entertaining yourself yeah, at this point. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like some people just love, love to hate what you're doing no matter they, what. They just want to see the world burn the way they that they want to see it burn. <laughs> they do. So do you have your next Mr. Beast style video planned? God, God no. God, no. no this, was a, this, this feels like a one off thing. But yeah. uh it the video did so stupid well that it it showed up on like every gaming news outlet and that was that was the funniest part about the whole thing was like i've been around for 12 years you guys have been around you guys know like when someone makes a video about mega 64 or a post you know for them to be like some random guys dress up in tetris outfit outside of a costco <laughs> and that's the clickbait right but in right. actuality you guys are seasoned veterans who've made dozens of videos for for millions of folks who enjoy so when they make when they make posts that are like random fan yeah yeah, yeah. bought yeah. all this stuff or like some yeah. guy some sicko like yeah. it's yeah. like forget all my accolades i hosted g4 yeah. you know yeah. for for two years like over 100 episodes of x play yeah. i made yeah. my own tv show at the network i was an executive there uh i, I i'm yeah. Been on YouTube and Twitch for years, won a bunch of awards and cool things, and they're like, they're still 
random guy, yeah. random Nintendo yeah, this fan, fan fucking nerd, spends Gerard. lots of money. Yeah. <laughs> the world's like trying to hold you down. You know? Yeah, right. What the fuck? I seriously have never felt more seen than right now. Like <laughs> I've never been able to connect with someone like right. this. I remember even back in the day. Uh, you know, we had been doing it maybe seven years at this point. You know, this is a long time ago, but I remember. Way back in the day, we we did a lot of videos for like Ubisoft. Like for there was a stretch there where they kept going to us for like their sponsored videos or their whatever promotions. And I remember there was one we did uh, videos for the new Ghost Recon, and they were like, "Hey, if you can like film these and like do them in HD, because at the time that was still like not as common. If you could do that, they'll they'll put them on the front of Xbox Live." And it was like, "Dude, this is an awesome gig! Like hell yeah, let's do it!" So we made these videos, worked really hard on them, had to go through a whole Microsoft like certification process just to get it onto the system and then it's like all right today it's dropping and then yeah it's up on there oh check out what these uh weird fans <laughs> of ghost recon made to show love for their game and it was like what the yeah, it's like you came to us i was yeah. i was thinking it was going to be like mega 64 <laughs> logo on the front page and it was like check out what these idiots did because they love ghost recon so much it's like dude what to, i i i am petty like that all the time so uh, anyway it's, hearing that it, I can well, identify with that. You want, you know, you work hard. You want, you want to be yeah. seen like, oh, they've been doing it a long time. This, and then, yeah, it's, it's all <laughs> driven by algorithms. Like just use Google. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not just like some random guys made a, a ghost recon f video. It's like freaking your guys' catalog is to the roof. But it, but it, but you know, I find that, that, but then it fits the narrative better and it gets, I think it's just something. It's I think a marketing I, thing. Yeah, and it, <laughs> it needs to be I, generic. It's weird though, yeah. like we put, it's like we kind of put value on being crazy almost. Like, look what this weird guy did. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. it's almost like that's a sexier click or something, you know? <laughs> I don't know what it is. It, it just, it's, I'll tell you what off. it is. It's <laughs> like when the Black Eyed Peas had a new hit every like 15 days yeah. back in like 2008. It's yeah. like another fucking Black Eyed Peas song. And it's yeah. not that the song is bad. It's just I'm just tired of seeing these guys yeah, yeah, be yeah. so good at what they do. Yeah. You know, it just it just breeds this resentment of like, okay, enough. Make a 64. Stop making funny videos. Knock them down a peg. <laughs> but if you tell them, like, yeah, it's just a bunch of random idiots. It's like, oh, well, I'll check these guys out. Yeah, yeah, I'll see an idiot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'd love to. So uh, love to you kind of mentioned it already, your accolades. You were at G4. I was. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know. Dark cloud came over. Exploded. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, I actually just wanted to say, I, f I honestly genuinely feel terrible that nobody kind of went into the curse with you because we did, um, when they rejected our series pitch, in the earliest incarnation of G four, we did put a hex on the network that they would that they <laughs> yeah. would that they would suffer two deaths yeah. Yeah. for every one time they rejected us. It I was feel like, bad no one uh, told you. you know, I wish Mercutio and Romeo and Juliet a curse yeah. on the house of G four. Yeah, that's what we said when we left. A curse. So, uh, if yeah, I had known that, I wouldn't have signed up. That, yeah, I that's what I'm I would have saying. The when curse. I when I saw you on the website, I was like, oh, no one uh, said we, anything. We yeah. pitched we pitched Mega sixty four to G four back in the day, and they rejected us because we were too niche. Our niche was uh, video games. Video games, yeah. So. <laughs> but it was, but it was the, yeah, that was the the classic thing that we remembered was it was like, you you know, that's cool. You kind of recreated these games, but you're going to run out of games. Oh, okay. What? So it's like, so they, that, they really emphasize like the lifespan of this is just not like, it's not going to last because you're going to run out. Yeah, you know, games they, are going to stop and being then, released. And then, and, uh, yeah. And then, what are you going to do then? Games are going to start being racist. Yeah. And stops playing. Exactly. Yeah. Well, who would have yeah. predicted that? Yeah. Uh, how did you get involved with G4 to begin with? Oh, man. So um, it's so my agent uh, knew the casting director at G4, 
And I just signed up with my new agency during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I don't know, I, I've always been a performer my whole life, just hosting stuff, acting, mm -hmm. writing, directing, and, and YouTube was kind of always my outlet. And then it became my business and I forgot that I loved performing. So mm -hmm. a lot of it just kind of came down to, well, I'll just keep doing this YouTube thing because that's what I love. And then when I signed with my new agency, I was like, hey, if there are opportunities to go out and perform, host stuff, write stuff, direct stuff, I would love to do that. And then a couple of weeks later, that trailer dropped of like G-Force coming back. We never oh, stopped playing and yeah. okay. all that stuff. And my agent reached out and said, hey, I know the casting director. Do you want me to submit you as a potential host? And I said, wow. I absolutely would love to because yeah. The Completionist was inspired by X-Play. Oh, it was very yeah. much the, the structure and format was the early on in the show yeah. was based around you know Morgan Webb and Adam Sessler doing the show. And so mm. I was like, yeah, I could host X-Play no problem. I that's That's my jam. So uh, he submitted my resume and I heard nothing for like three or four months. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing I know, they were calling me nonstop. Hey, we'd love for you to audition. Come on in. It's like, great. No problem. Mm -hmm. So I had an interview and the interview with a random casting director who had nothing to do with G4. Oh, wasn't like, nice. wasn't in on it was, it was like what kind of programming it was going to be. Not or at all. Like oh, a third okay. party. Like I, I was asking him questions about what games he played. And he was like, I couldn't tell you. He's like, I'm not a nerd, bro. I don't, yeah. This is just a job. Yeah. It was very much like a dude who was contracted yeah, from yeah. someone, right? I'm here to see if you can though. speak. Yeah, exactly. Can, Go ahead. Can you yeah. read? Yeah. Are you personable? Yeah. Uh, so I, I had that first interview. And then a couple weeks later, I had a second interview interview with all the showrunners of attack of the show and x-play and that and 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 that went super well and then from there it became hey we're gonna ask you to write a mockumentary review and and film it and do it and send us a reel and eventually after like eight or nine months i had, like looked back at it i had nine separate auditions to wow. be a part of x-play <laughs> damn and so i sat there and was like I don't know if they think I have value for this. <laughs> I, I I had to take a step back and go, okay, I'm going to like let them know I'm very interested, but this is a, a weird time. And so at the end of 2021, they asked for me to do a video with Adam Sessler about the most anticipated games for 2022. Okay. And, or no, 2020 to 2021. So I said, yeah, sure. So I did the video with Adam. He loved working with me. The crew loved working with me. I thought I was a shoe in It yeah. went super well. Right. A couple weeks later, they announced that Austin Creed is joining the team. Mm. And I know Creed very well from all this wrestling stuff. And then a couple months later, they announced Golden Boy and Ovali. And I kind of realized, oh, I'm not, I didn't make the cut. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't make the bar. They're not saying my name. <laughs> yeah. Say yeah. these wrestlers' names. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so at that moment, I was like really depressed and bummed because I kind of put my 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 bet oh, yeah. on that and so i was like you know what i'm i'm okay with it um i had to get i had like a, a really serious health problem that i had to to take care of with my stomach and so i got some pretty evasive surgery and uh i got out of the surgery and my brother and my girlfriend are looking over at me and i'm just waking up my brother goes hey g4 call they want you to join the team that, whoa what and, timing yeah <laughs> and weird. i sat you there thought you were in the afterlife yeah i sat there i couldn't see anything and i was like what and he goes yeah they they made an offer they want you to join i turned to the doctor and i was like could you up the morphine because i'm not <laughs> this is not real i'm going back to sleep and so I, I went back to bed and woke up and yeah 
they made an offer. And so it took like three or four months. I signed. And when I showed up in the beach house phase, as we called it, it was basically like yeah. our 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 early improv playground to, yeah, to make yeah. shows and to kind of, you know, vibe chemistry wise. And I realized pretty quickly that at the time I was the only one to destined for X play. So all the other hosts and talent they kind of acquired were reserved for Attack of the Show and mm, esports okay. and mm -hmm. and like you know uh, Austin Show and Will Neff they're streamers so they were going to get their own shows yeah and so I was like it was just me and Adam Sessler just the two of us yeah and I immediately was like hey I really respect Adam Sessler but as the fat white guy that people are going to see on the couch. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it'd be great if we had a woman to join us or, or at least another person to kind mm -hmm. of vibe with. Mm. And the producing team was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Let's go ask the higher ups and figure that all out. And for like two or three months, we auditioned several different types of content creators to, to join X play. Mm. And we never pulled the trigger on any of them. And then the next thing you know, we're at launch and it's just me and Adam. <laughs> and then eventually uh, one day, uh, Corey, the Black Okage shows up and we were like, who are you? <laughs> and he goes, oh yeah, I'm, I'm here to be on X-Play. And we go, we've never heard of you before. Where did you show up? <laughs> he, his contract had been negotiated outside of all of this. And so oh. he got signed on. Unbeknownst to unbeknownst you and to Adam. And, yeah, we oh, had wow. no clue. <laughs> ah. And so oh, he geez. shows up and we're a month away from launch. And we, I, again, I'm like, hey, I think we still need, you know, a female voice or like mm -hmm. people are going to see us and go, where's Morgan Webb? We're never going to mm -hmm. avoid that kind of vibe. Right. So who's our Morgan Webb or who, who is who is a female that can come in the room with us and like bring a different perspective? Mm -hmm. And so um, a week or two before launch, Frost volunteered and she joined the team and like that was it. And we were off to the races and it was really rough because we didn't have time to like chem test. We didn't have time mm, to just yeah, like yeah. thrown in. It was set. just like, we're on set now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sink or swim. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. like, you know, $125,000 worth of gear in the room looking at us, <laughs> beaming on us yeah. with little to no preparation. And we were, and the X-Play team, unfortunately, had a much bigger task than the Attack of the Show team. The Attack of the Show team had to make one, like two to four hour show a week. Yeah, and yeah. We had to make a TV vertical, a online YouTube vertical, Oh a social God. media vertical. Uh, and so our workload was was almost uh, tripled out of Attack of the Shows. Right. Damn, and I didn't realize. We had yeah. less producers than Attack of the Show. Uh, oh. We had less hosts than Attack of the Show. And we were always fighting with production on a, on a larger scale. Uh, the writing team and the producing team at X-Play and, and all of G4 were some of the best folks I've ever worked with. They were mm -hmm. really smart, really funny, really talented. But... We just had so many things working against us oh, man. that it was it was a rough time just kind of going through that whole thing. Yeah. Well, um, but but eventually things like got better, right? And you figured it out, or did it? Or, <laughs> or, was, it, or was it always a struggle? It sounds like a too many cooks in the kitchen kind of thing dealing with your production or, or, or your your. Uh, well, what's yeah, I was good. Uh, well, I was going to say, uh, I, I, I will say that jo Johnny's running the podcast tonight. Johnny and I were watching the new G4. We were like ground floor on that. Like we really enjoyed. I thought the chemistry with everyone was really like 
you know, I was, I was, I will be honest, like hot and cold on the old G4 sometimes because there were certain things I loved. Yeah. And then other, you know, other things I was just kind of like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? It was just, it seemed so personality driven and it was, it was, I thought it was really fun to watch, but it was really funny because there were certain, I would every now and then tune into Attack of the Show. Mm. And there were times where it really, it, I think you literally would say like, yeah, I didn't think I'd be on this show today. And they just pulled me from another set and I wasn't planning to be here. And <laughs> like, there was just this energy of like, yeah, I'm like pretty tired. Like what, what, a, what am I? I, yeah. I was just on another thing. I don't know what we're doing now kind of thing. And so I was always like, yo, they, he's probably having to go through a lot to get the, you know, to juggle everything. So well, I was just curious how that, you know, it's funny, some, you know, we do like YouTube productions and there's this assumption like, well, someday when we get to like a big studio, they're going to have it all figured out. It's going to run so smooth. <laughs> yeah. And then you work with these, you know, big studios, big production companies. And you're like, this is just as fucked up as it is yeah. like at our fucking YouTube studio. If not more. Yeah, yeah. You start to realize that no one actually knows what they're doing. They just kind of throw money at it and go, oh, that's someone else's problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was, uh, I remember uh, there was like a mechanic we were trying to create where we wanted to eliminate some of the positions because they were overpaying to have mm. folks in this in the production room, and so one of the one of the executives were like, "Hey, what if we designed like a, this OBS type thing where uh, it's automatic or it's based off of certain you know camera angles changing and there's a Steam Deck kind of thing?" And someone was like, <laughs> "And someone needs to operate that, so we're going to pay a bunch of money to have one person to press the <laughs> button." And it's yeah. like, "No." No, 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 no. The point was to not have to hire someone. <laughs> automate it. Yeah, yeah. automate it. Or, or and and. That was kind of the, you know, everyone online loves loves to make fun of G4, this new iteration, because, you know, we went woke and we were, you know, because mm. of, you know, the stuff with Frosk and and mm. kind of all of the culture around what we we're trying to build. Yeah. Um, but that that didn't really affect any of, of why yeah. it happened. What happened was that people long before we showed up made financial decisions to spend all this money Mm, with no yeah. roadmap of understanding how we're going to recoup the costs, how we're going yeah. to build the network. And there was a mentality that kind of splintered down the middle. And it was the folks who were like, G4 is a TV network. And the other folks who were like, G4 is a digital network yeah. that does YouTube and Twitch. Yes. And those yeah. two things, while we made them successfully to equate and to both work, uh, people weren't buying it. It just, it just wasn't mm, clicking. Yeah. And the money that was costing to do everything was just every day money was being spent all the time. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I mean, without any, I had no insight on any of this stuff, obviously at the time, but I remember just seeing when you guys would do segments just kind of around the studio going, holy shit, that studio, that studio. I was like, this is yeah. not cheap. This yeah. is not a cheap production. It was, yeah, <laughs> to 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 run things just to have, just to have the lights on was so expensive. Yeah, really? yeah. yeah. So this is big soundstage <laughs> in... Yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, we yeah. we were in the same building that TMZ was in before okay. the pandemic oh. lockdown. Okay, so oh. when TMZ moved out, we kind of were like, "Hey, we're going to take that." Yeah. And so, um, for some whatever reason, there was like a ten year lease that was locked into place, and mm. from there, it was just the the production budget budget just kept ballooning, yeah. and getting bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. And so, we reached a point of no return where no matter how much money we were actually making there was no way you could pay the studio back for its costs. Oh, man. So was there a turning point for you where, or did you always feel like maybe there was an ax dangling above your head? Did you ever feel secure there or? <laughs> I always I always felt secure there. Okay. Because the, the higher-ups had reiterated several times, hey, there's a five to 10-year plan here. Whether it's, okay. it succeeds or not, we have enough budget and money and, and a strategy to survive for five to 10 years. And... Mm. 
between all the gear we had spent and the studio space, it was very evident that that was the plan. Mm -hmm. And so we never once felt like the ax was going to come right. down and, and get rid of us. But the thing that did kind of indicate things weren't working was that we had a lot of higher level executives who were leaving the studio early on. Mm, so people okay. people were you see those emails every morning so and so is Yeah, I on. I am resigning, I'm moving yeah. on a different company or whatever bad it is sign. and then they're gone. Uh, and I just saw the latest episode of X-Play. I'm <laughs> fucking out of here. <laughs> I mean that's what the public would think, right? right. But uh yeah, we we you know, we started seeing those those kind of cogs turn in mm -hmm. like February of last mm. year oh, where major okay. players who were responsible for the reboot were like Hey, I'm leaving to other pastures. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I got roped into being executive. So yeah, in, my, yeah. in the final hours of G4, I was an executive um, that worked really closely with um, the SEO and marketing team to kind of try and turn things around. Yeah. And we were actually doing pretty well. We 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 had proof in the pudding to go, hey, like it's not our content, it's how we market it, mm -hmm. it's how we present it, and how yeah. we compete in the space. Yeah, And once I started kind of showcasing that, our teams were feeling really excited about what we were working on yeah. because, you know, I think there was this kind of dark cloud that everyone hated us just because we weren't the, the old G4. Sure, yeah. And, yeah. you know, because we're a different flavor and different folks. And mm -hmm. Nostalgia's a bitch. Yeah. It really yeah. is. It yeah. really is. For yeah. the fan, nostalgia's great, but as a creator, it's like, well, I can't compete with your memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah honestly. Yeah, that can be a, del a weird line well, I'm walk. sure you guys all the time are like, hey, one of your first videos that you watched, that one's my favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been around for how long? And that that there, Resident Evil 4 one's your favorite? Yeah. Like, there is something I, I brought it up here before I've called that I call Weird Al syndrome. Because Weird Al has talked about this. He's like, you meet people, he's like their favorite. I always ask, you know, what's your favorite Weird Al album? It's always the one when they were 12. You know, it's like yeah. it's like like right, what came out at that age? That's yeah. all that's the best weird Not Al. The album. one that just came out last week. That's yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, it can't be. Yeah. It can't be. Yeah, or yeah, sometimes yeah. it does happen sometimes. You know, people like stopped watching for whatever reason 10 years ago. You know, I stopped watching these guys in 2015 and then they check back in in 2023 and they're angry that we've gone on without them. Right, like, yeah. Well, I stopped watching 10 years ago. Why are they still doing this? Yeah. It's like, well, I, you left, dude. Yeah, we're, 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 yeah. we're, 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 this we're is our having life. fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when you became executive, what was, did you, uh, what was the biggest change that you wanted to make? Oh man, the biggest change I wanted to make was one, I wanted to change morale. Because morale mm. was always just slowly getting worse. As people are leaving. And people are leaving, yeah. people weren't being replaced. It oh, was like so it's responsibilities just, oh, just were kind of more workload down. on less shoulders. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and more apparent problems of like, hey, this one person who's running this department isn't doing a very good job. Mm. And because they're not present or they're like avoiding the responsibilities, things are falling to the wayside. Mm -hmm. And so my whole thing was I kind of asked this before. I was kind of like a special rat that would like <laughs> look around and go like, who's not doing their jobs? Because yeah. no one knew yeah. I was an executive until the very end. Oh, oh how funny. Oh. I didn't tell anyone. Oh, yeah. 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 I, undercover boss. Yeah, this is like is. among us in real yeah. life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, didn't, I didn't tell anyone because I, I, I knew that if I told people, I told like core members, people that I trusted and I knew, I knew who would like be stoked that I had this position because truth be told, I had no power. I couldn't fire anyone. I couldn't mm. hire anyone. I didn't get sure. a nice fancy office. I didn't get, you know, an assistant or anything. Uh, my official title was executive director of content strategy, which is a, mm. a fancy way of saying I did the thumbnails and the titles 
in the tags for YouTube. <laughs> and I would help position ourselves to like, hey, you know, uh, the new Mario game's coming out. So let's try and get Shigeru Miyamoto in the studio to SEO off of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Every major company has an executive doing the thumbnails. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> sure. exactly. Guy in a suit who's like, okay, I got to get a face in this Yeah, somehow. that's how Steve Jobs How do I where he do did. the shock Home Alone thing 300 <laughs> yeah. times without <laughs> making it shitty? Uh, so yeah, a lot, a lot of my responsibility was that, but uh, the other side of it was just really looking at how everything was made yeah. and mm. just seeing where the problems arose. And, oh, and it was yeah. never, again, it was, was not the production team who made X plane attack. It was never the writers or producers. It wasn't even the higher ups. There was this like middle ground of the production facility guys who ran the entire building. And they mm. were the ones that held the keys for odd number of things that just Interesting. became yeah. the cog that never allowed us to do anything. And so because you can't walk over like we can walk over, set up take a tripod. That. Johnny comes down and focuses a lens. You gotta like email hey, a union I, rep. Yep, exactly, oh, exactly. No. This lens oh. is uh, got a smudge. Can I please? No, don't touch that lens. Correct. Yeah. Oh, Everything well. was oh. cattle. And if we wanted to do anything in like our tech room, oh my God. we were not certified technicians to run the tech room. We had to hire a third party person wow to come in to operate it, despite the fact that I know how to use OBS, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. They, that kind oh. of, those problems really in, in, were a blocker for us to do anything. Yeah, Was there any one time or instance where it really like set this home? Like, wow, this is obstructionist here. Yes, so that's actually how I got promoted. So, <laughs> um, I, so do you guys know Yacht Club Games? They made Shovel Knight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah they're great. I'm, I'm really close to those guys. I've been friends with them for a long time. And they uh, just released a Kickstarter last year for their new game called Mina the Hollower. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's like a Game Boy Advance, Castlevania, Bloodborne kind of game. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know about this project for many years. They, I got to play the demo and, and kind of consult on it. And That's they came cool. to me at the top of, of 2022 and they said, hey, we want the grand stage for this thing. We want everyone to see what Me of the Hollower is. And we're going to do a Kickstarter. And um, they had they had a, a, like a, a deal kind of fall through. And they said, hey, Gerard, do you want to produce this thing? And I said, I would love to. I know exactly the vibe and tone they want. They want it to be a little Nintendo Direct-ish, a little, oh, yeah. a little like, and now we're going to play the game to show you what the product is. And so my team, Team Completionist, we came in as the stopgap. We came in and said, hey, let us design the whole thing. Mm -hmm. We're going to make the whole thing for you. You guys have final approval. And then we'll go to G4 and we'll show them what this is. And we'll say, here's what we're going to do. It's a done deal. All you have to do is say yes and let us shoot in the studio. Mm -hmm. So we did all the heavy lifting. Everything was done. And I went to G4 to my boss and I said, we're going to do this. And my boss was like, thank God. This is what G4 can be. A great place for indie games to do their huge debuts. Right. Mm -hmm. We have a TV network. We have like a, a professional way yeah. to get the word out. And people will talk about us. It'll give us this really cool vibe and tone. And I was like, great. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to produce the whole thing. I just need permission. And my mm -hmm. boss was like, you have full permission. And if anyone gets in your way, let me know. I said, phenomenal. <laughs> so we we shoot the whole thing in studio. My team edits it and produces it. And the whole thing was that we wanted to we wanted to eliminate any and all error that we could because uh -huh. it's a demo yeah. for a game no one's ever heard of. Yeah. And what if the demo breaks? What if it goes wrong? So... It was a it was like an hour showcase about the game 
And the first half hour we pre-taped okay. just to make sure there was no hiccups. Sure. I mean, that's so, what a Nintendo Direct does now. Right? It's yeah. all No one's doing the E3 live stuff anymore. It's all pre-taped. <laughs> yeah, because there's too many like memes totally. and moments that yeah. exactly. take place. Exactly. <laughs> so I wanted to make it feel like it was live when it actually yeah. wasn't. Uh -huh. Sure. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Um, the last half was live, but the gameplay wasn't important. It was about answering questions. Uh, Aaron from Game Grumps joined us to, to play the oh, game. Cool. And so, you know, we were like... People were raised. It was like a telephone because it was a Kickstarter. So you saw the numbers oh, nice. go up. And oh, that's really cool. Yeah, everyone felt really connected to it. It was going super well. But to make that pre-tape, the first half, <laughs> I got in a ton of trouble <laughs> because I had filled out the right paperwork. Mm -hmm. I had all the right gear. I, I had everything kind of figured out. Mm -hmm. And one of the heads of, of, the, of the studio who was running the production stuff came in and in the middle of a shooting was like, stop what are you all doing uh -huh. <laughs> and i had to go we're producing this thing that's yeah. happening next week and yeah. he goes it's not on my ledger so you can't shoot here mm. okay. and i go oh, all right what is on your ledger and he goes x play is supposed to shoot here for the next four hours and i go great hi i'm x play <laughs> yeah. i have that slot yeah. i've been guaranteed the time to shoot this thing yeah. yeah and he goes well you're not on my ledger so you can't shoot and i said do not make me call go all the way to the top to yeah. show you yeah. that I've got the proof to oh, make yeah. this thing. Yeah. And the guy got really agitated and was like, you don't have any power here. You can't do this. I'm the guy in charge. And I said, with all due respect, I, I kind of have the golden ticket here. Yeah. So if you want me to stop, I'll stop. But it's not going to go well. <laughs> I'll be back. Yeah. And, he, and he goes, production stopped. And I go, great. Hey, everyone in the room, uh, you don't have a job for the day, so you don't get paid. Please go home. Ooh. And, the whole, and Ooh, everyone in the room was burn. like, <laughs> what do you mean we don't have a job? And I said, well, we'll talk to, talk to this guy right because he said that you can't work today. Oh, and immediately he's like, that's not what I said. And so that's exactly what you said. And everyone... And, I I never do aggressive shit like I this. This is yeah. not my vibe. Yeah. No, but when you're put up against a wall, I had to pull out my proverbial penis and go like, <laughs> "Fuck you!" Like, can we swear? I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Say whatever oh, you, you want. You can cut. I, I had to say, "Fuck you." Pull like, out just had, enough to win. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I I called my boss's boss, put him on speaker, and if he got the call, he was like, "What the hell is happening?" And so I'm like, "Hey, yeah." Tell him that I have the space. And he's like, Gerard, stop wasting my time. Make the thing. And I was like, thank you. Click. He walked out of the room. Really embarrassed. Yeah. 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 Never recovered from that. He and I were never on good terms. No. You know I wonder why. I wonder why. But then the, the, the meaning of the whole event came out. It did incredible numbers. Yeah, I was going to say, right. I remember that was a really impressive showcase of that. And I was actually like surprised I didn't do that more. Like that, that yeah. I thought that went so well. Uh, yeah, that was because uh, yeah, it looked it looked awesome. Thank you. It we, made the game look really good too. Yeah. <laughs> and so we did this whole thing, and then after the event was over, uh, the executives came down to me and they were like, "Hey, how did you do this, and why?" <laughs> and so I showed them the roadmap, and they were like, "No one would have thought to do that. <laughs> we need you with us." And so immediately. Yeah. I got promoted to be an executive and wow. uh, really, again, I didn't have much power in the room. I was just the observant guy. I just got to look around and be like, oh, that wall's cracked over there. I wonder why. Oh, this doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Oh, this person's not fun to work with. Like I just, <laughs> oh, man. this takes too much time to get done. Let's yeah. 
Yeah, this this is too expensive. Yeah. yeah, let's sell this camera that's a hundred grand and no one uses. Yeah, no one uses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have seven of them. That's yeah. weird. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of cool. what my role was towards the end. And uh, by the end, we were we were trending pretty high. We were like starting to, you know, really make the numbers work. And yeah, uh, we had started the G4 MCN for YouTubers, oh. uh, which on paper sounds bad for anyone who knows what an MCN is. But <laughs> the nice thing was that. We had all of this corporate money from gigantic sponsors like mm, Dr. Right. Pepper, Pizza Hut, yeah. Snapple. Yeah, that's right. That's a, uh, it's a multi-channel network for people who don't know. Yeah. You yeah, manage yeah, other yeah. channels. Yeah. Maker Studios, mm. yeah. uh, right, right. Defy. Yeah. You've heard of those because they're no longer around, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, they the G4 had the opposite problem where they had all this money that they had to spend in their advertising from the MCN mm. and they didn't have enough views. So they they get these big money deals from Pizza Hut and they'd oh. say, hey, we need X amount of views. You got to go find the yeah. influencers or the content creators. Because you started yeah. using people that I was like uh, Susie, the sphere hunter. Oh, yeah. And I uh, loved all the content that they were putting out before. And then they got brought on a G4. And I was like, yeah. oh, perfect fit. Yeah. This is great. I, I, yeah. I called Susie and said, hey, come do Fantastic this Fantastic choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, that was I low, mean, perfect pair. That, that was low key her audition. that Because by the time, like the week before G4 closed down, right. I was the only remaining host on X-Play. Because Adam oh, was cool. Adam walked away. He did. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Corey's contract did not get renewed, and Frost got let go. So it was just me on X Play oh, for almost a month. Like, How did uh, that feel? <laughs> awful, because <laughs> oh. it looked like I was the draconious one who fired everyone. Yeah, no. yeah. being the executive, I'm like the one guy standing. Yeah. Finally, it's all mine. And I was, and then I was asked to like replace my friends, right? Like yeah. go oh. find new people oh. and. Uh, but we had we had a great lineup of of folks and and Susie was one of the folks yeah. that was like we should audition her and and um, that the the RE four video we did with her was kind of like her her soft audition cool uh, mm. to get her in the door and that was kind of what we were trying to do right it was like X Play is gonna have to change again so yeah, yeah. where do we start and how do we grow it yeah but I do yeah. want to uh, focus in on I did bring up earlier that sometimes it felt like you were they you were going through the ringer on some of this stuff yeah I, if i remember correctly i'm trying to uh this was i think pax east last year i again me and johnny went to you guys did a panel there yeah you guys came and, to yeah, it yeah and we were we we uh we really enjoyed it but at one point i think you talked about your schedule there or like between like running your own company and yeah. doing g4 that you said it and i think me and johnny were both like he had to have misspoken right like what <laughs> What, what what was like your hourly schedule? Can you can you let yeah, everyone know what your it was it was it was rough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I like you guys have my own studio space, with my own employees and crew. Cool. Yeah. And uh, one of the big big reasons why I took G four was because they were going to pay me a ton of money to not make as much content. So obviously, I've been completing a game a week every week for eleven years at that point. Oh my gosh! And it was killing me. Yeah. And it yeah, still yeah. is to this day, but. I had to kind of factor in if I do less YouTube stuff, still make the show and other show decent type stuff, but yeah. don't put my heart and soul into it as much. Mm -hmm. I'll still complete the games when I can't, you know, and and produce the show, yeah. but mm -hmm. like rely on my team to like edit and and call yeah. production shots. And um, so I, I basically disappeared from my company and I worked for G4 and I'd get up at like 6 a.m., drive. 90 minutes north through traffic to get to the studio, do a COVID test, wait, oh, and then God, work there from that. basically 9.30 in the morning till like 6 or 7 in the evening, drive home, get home at like 8, 8.30, go to my studio, have meetings with my team, check all the content, make sure we're good to go, 
be mm-hmm. done by like 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. go home to my actual home, spend some time with my girlfriend, and then when she'd fall asleep, I would start completing games knowing oh, that I had to get videos oh. done on the channel. And I would do that every day till like three or four in the morning. So mm-hmm. I'd get, I was getting like two to four hours of sleep a day. Seven where, days a week. Where were you? Five days a week. Five where days were you, a week. How are you getting enough sleep to survive? Yeah. What, how I wasn't. You doing this? I wasn't. Yeah, were you, uh, were you napping? during? No. Like, I just, I, oh. and you, you could see, I mean, you could see that, you know, my health and weight, I just started expanding more and more because I was like energy drinks and fast yeah. food. And like, I had oh, to stay up man. and had to stay wired. And so, but even dude. mentally that had to just be a drag. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's a, it was not only was it a drag, but I think that's where my frustration. I was getting pissed off came into play mm-hmm. because I was like, I'm putting in all of my being into this damn thing yeah, and yeah, running yeah. into these weird problems and not having good solutions. And, the only people who had my my back was my team, yeah. and they were experiencing the exact same fatigue that I was. Yeah, uh, yeah. and so you know that's uh, that's where a lot of like the executive stuff came into play. Where I was like, "Look, yeah. we have proof in the pudding that what we're doing has good merit and has legs, and we're yeah. working our asses off. Just give us some time to figure it out." Um, and that's where I made my my TV show, God of Work. And mm, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad how that turned out. But it was making that show was a struggle. That was oh, a like man. it was pulling teeth. No one wanted us to make this TV show. Oh, yeah, really? I, it was and like I, a scripted comedy show. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like it's, it, it's called God of Work. Uh, it's a show where basically video game characters are treated like actors, mm-hmm. and yeah. so they have to go to a temp agency in between their gigs. Okay, so like you know the Mario Brothers when they're not making a Mario game, yeah, yeah, yeah. go work at this agency and they're plumbers, so they're the custodians of this office. Yeah, Take on yeah. some uh, part-time jobs. Exactly. Yeah, in yeah. Gigs. Okay. So I I played Kratos from God I, of War. I've seen, I've seen the great makeup and costuming. Yeah, that yeah. You guys so you, did I, I shaved my. So yeah. When you came to my panel, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I shaved my head after that panel. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. I think you said you, you were about to do that. Did you oh. like having a shaved head? I did actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't like the look, but I loved the feel. Oh, yeah. It felt yeah. nice to, to just to be yeah. able to just run your hands. Yeah, through and just nothing. yeah, and it's all you know. And <laughs> I've you done it once through it. Long time ago. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, you don't say, oh, dude. Before the dreads. <laughs> yeah, we're Before trying to get him dreads. to do it again. But <laughs> I'm I'm scared. <laughs> like when you shaved your head for that, I'm thinking like you know sometimes it don't grow back the same way. Oh, That's I was, what I would be scared I was of. So and I would be terrified. Yeah, I would be terrified. Like I'm gonna shave my head and I'm not gonna. It's not coming back. Oh yeah. I definitely realized how gray I was underneath here. Really? I was very gray. Like you can you can't see on the camera all that well, but you can I I, I dye my hair now. So I'm 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 a silver fox oh, okay. kind of guy. Oh but uh okay. yeah, it was definitely that was the sad part as I shaved and I was like, Oh my hair's not black anymore. <laughs> oh, no. It's it's white. <laughs> so it's something changed. Yeah, something did change. Um, well, yeah, you're working at 80 jobs to sleep. <laughs> hours. No wonder you yeah. go gray you go gray in ten minutes. Yeah, that'll contribute. Yeah, um, that'll do something. Sean. Man. Yeah. Man in the window. Do you have a question? <laughs> no, I'm just really, I'm just really interested. You know, like this is, like, we kind of watch from afar over here, and yeah. we honestly, when we found out you are involved, we wished you well, because like, yeah, you yeah. know, we love you, and it's just, it was just good to see that you were succeeding so well, you know. And so, like, when G4 comes back, because they will, I, I mean, that's like, <laughs> well, G4 third is round, gonna keep coming back every five, every ten, 10 years. years, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, you know, I, I don't. I, hopefully, you'll be involved then too, if you want to be. That's the thing. Yeah, because I, I mean, the first thing I said when I got there is, "Why aren't you working with the Mega Sixty Four guys?" <laughs> that was that was the first thing I said, and everyone went blue. Well, I you <laughs> know <laughs> who who is that? <laughs> well, it's funny because I think when I got promoted, I think I ran into you guys at Comic Con. Yeah, you did. at your booth, 
Yeah. Yeah. Someone I, mentioned that. I don't think I was there, but some. I remember after people were like, "Hey, I, I think Gerard might be." Yeah. Able to, you know. I, I came by and and mm-hmm. I think one of my one of my verticals that I was responsible for was giving content creator shows on G4. Mm-hmm. And oh, so man. I had a budget for you guys where I was going to come to you and go, here's a bunch of money. Oh, my Make gosh. whatever you guys want. What and a we'll dream. We'll put it on G4. Oh. Yeah. What, and ha- what happened? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got, we're going to get else. it going. Okay, well, <laughs> we're going to resurrect it. Well, today. you know, we're like, doing it. I feel like we're here in San Diego. So sometimes I think people just forget that people exist in San Diego. <laughs> or outside you know? of the greater <laughs> Los Angeles area. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, well, one of our hosts, Austin, show he lived in portland and he flew out every week oh what? i didn't wow. realize that he flew oh out my gosh. every week wow. to do his shows yeah and yeah. it was all on g4's dime so oh my gosh money wow. money yeah well we can certainly make the two-hour drive yeah when they come back you can give us the bunch of money and we'll happily make yes for yeah. you. we yeah. had yeah. so many close calls with uh, getting a show or yeah. getting a movie or something i feel like every time it gets a little bit closer and then we <laughs> realize like Oh, there's another door that could be slammed in our face. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing this whole experience has taught me is that even even with like a robust career that I've had, and same with you guys, mm-hmm. what's what people not giving us a chance? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Like, have we not proven ourselves? Yeah, we've, we've got the number. We've got the data. We've We're not like, going got, away. Yeah, yeah, we've got the audience. Like. It's, it's like it makes it, so much sense. It's like none of that stuff matters. It really is just like, yeah, but are you are you good friends with this guy who could hook yeah. it up for you? Like, yeah. well, I I guess I need to be. Yeah. It really is like who you know. It's such yeah. like a personal like they just have to like you and they just have to like get to know you. Yeah. And just like get comfortable with you. And it's like I can see your numbers, but then I'm like, yeah, you might still be a freak. Like, you know, that's true. That's yeah. true. There, you know, I don't want to name names, but there were definitely some folks behind the scenes that were like, oh, it's great to work with them. They showed up and. Oh, it's not great to work with him. This was a mistake. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Ooh. Artists can have different personalities. They vary. It's a Who, wide yeah. spectrum. <laughs> the creative person, the creative mind is a wide spectrum. Let's kind of go down the list. Who was it that, you know, <laughs> made you feel that way? Like, you got him on. It's Dish just like, the dirt. oh, man. Uh, Terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> rank, rank them like the Super Nintendo games. You know? It'll be fun. Comment. It'll be fun. So you're like friends <laughs> with a bunch of professional wrestlers. Mm-hmm. How did this? Yeah, this is very why, interesting. Why do you know yeah, so many do, professional wrestlers? Yeah, and how do we get in on that? Go Dude. ahead. I mean, those guys probably know who you guys are. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. <laughs> those yeah. guys, not even a brand name, just those guys. <laughs> well, it, it all started with Xavier Woods, Austin yeah. Creed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, we had mutual friends because at the time there was Hot Pepper Gaming. Right. Yeah, um, run that's by, right. Run wow. by Vernon and, and those guys. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and Jared. And so we, uh, I had done a whole bunch of them. And uh, at the time, uh, Vernon worked at Game Grumps. And so they shot Hot Pepper Gaming at Game Grumps. Mm-hmm. And uh, Creed, uh, this was back in like 2015, Creed was exploding mm-hmm. with the New Day. And they were just all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah, starting yeah. up, up, down, down. And he was all like, hey, I have to do as much as I can to like grow the up, up, down, down brand and really make it feel like it's important to the wrestling audience. And so he reaches out to Vernon. They get him on Hot Pepper Gaming, and he destroyed everyone's record. Like he reviewed, oh, he reviewed three games yeah. in oh, one wow. video yeah. and ate like three Carolina Reapers. Like, oh, was, like, oh my god! Like it was like it was like a habanero. Like it, I, I don't remember wow. exactly, but it was a bunch of hot peppers. Yeah, and he was doing them on the fly. Like he didn't tell anyone he was going to do it. And so Damn. I saw this video. And I was like, holy crap. And I, I grew up a huge wrestling fan, yeah. but I, I left around the the tail end of Ruthless Aggression slash PG era. So okay. I, I missed a lot of those dudes. Mm. Um, and so uh, 
I was like, holy crap, this guy's just, he's making all of us look bad. He's so good at eating hot food. And so uh, then I went down the rabbit hole. I saw that like he was on TV, like talking about his convention schedule, like during promos. He was like, guys, we're going to be at PAX East at doing all these panels. He's playing with his 3DS. And I'm like, this guy is just promoting his stuff on wrestling television (laughs) and no one knows. (laughs) And so I... I immediately became obsessed with the new day, and that's what got mm. me back in professional wrestling. Okay, and so I started just being that a hole online that was like <laughs> tweeting at him, "Hey, yeah. it'd be fun to hang out, bro." Just saying, like <laughs> we were in the same circles. Just saying, and I think for a while Creed was just like, "Yeah, all right, kid." Like, yeah, 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 yeah. sure, no yeah, problem. You like video games too? I yeah, get yeah, it. yeah. But eventually, like our our friend circles just. They collided. They had to at some point. Mm, cool. yeah. And we finally met and we had a great time hanging out at the, at the IGM party at E3. And immediately we were fast friends. We just got to know each other really well. And because we had the same con schedule from, you know, PAXs and whatnot, yeah. um, we always end up at the airport together at the same time. Oh. So we just end up hanging out and having some drinks and stuff. And um, immediately he's just the nicest guy on planet Earth, Austin mm, Creed, mm, just the yeah. coolest guy ever. And he just wants everyone to succeed. He He's like the non-wrestler wrestler. He doesn't think he's famous. He's not mm. about like being better than everyone else. It's not about being a champion. Mm-hmm. It's about elevating everyone around him. Yeah, and yeah. I learned so much just from from that, that when mm-hmm. uh, we would hang out, I would constantly go, what can I do for up, up, down, down? What can I do to help you guys and, and grow your brand? And he did the same for me. And so during the pandemic, we had finally planned to get together to shoot a bunch of content. And it was like the week after or the week before they announced the shutdown. Oh my God. Oh. So we shot all this stuff and we released it all eventually. And right. then it was like, what do we do? Right. What are we all going to do at home? Right. And so he was like, oh, I'm going to start playing Among Us with all my friends. <laughs> and uh, you guys know how it was, right? Yeah. Like you, you would call all your friends and family, whoever wanted to play to get on, yeah. on a call. Yeah. And he started uh, streaming it when he could. And he wanted to have full lobbies. And so his lobbies were like seven to to eight wrestlers oh, and wow. then like one YouTuber or one content creator. <laughs> yeah. And I never once thought about that. I just was like, oh, Creed wants to play Among Us? Hell yeah, I'm down. Sure, no problem. So I get on the call to, to do it and it's like, I'm in calls with like Zelina Vega and and like Adam Cole and and Cesaro and all these wrestlers. You're like, oh, I didn't expect. Okay. Well, it's funny because yeah. I, you know, their personalities online and they uh-huh. all have different names for the sake of of online presences. Sure, so like, sure. you know, Cesaro is Swiss and Adam Cole is Chugs and and so I don't know their their nicknames. Yeah, I just yeah. know what they look like and sound like. And so we played Among Us for like three or four hours, and everyone had a good time. It yeah. just was us hanging out and uh in us playing that um almost all the wrestlers like dm me on twitter and they were like hey man it was great to meet you and hang out and i'm like oh yeah that's really cool i click on their profile and i'm like oh shit that's adam cole like blue that's check. <laughs> oh, blue check. And i'm like oh, oh yeah. my god that's that's the, the current nxt champion <laughs> yeah. what, the, what the hell yeah, yeah. and you know zelina vega you know with uh with intrati at the time mm-hmm. like I mean, these are like massive superstars in the wrestling world (laughs) and they just like wanted to play among us with me and so i started following them and uh we exchanged phone numbers and and twitter dms and like suddenly i'm just talking to them all the time just like hey how's it going great great job on raw this week this was really great and 
that's just kind of how naturally this this kind of friendship kind of spawned. And um, Adam Cole's the best. That dude is just the kindest, For real. sweetest that's guy on planet Earth. He's he's so nice, and uh, uh, it's it's so weird because you're friends with these guys and you're you're close, you're getting close with them, and then you see like wrestling Twitter and you see wrestling Reddit and you see oh, yeah. how the world perceives them. <laughs> And it's it's kind of heartbreaking. You feel like you're on their team because yeah, you yeah. see all the negative things that are yeah. being said about them Ugh. that are clearly not true, but yeah. everyone has to get their 15 seconds in. And like yep. I said earlier, sometimes hating something is the fan experience. Yeah, yeah. Like the, you, entertainment. the only yeah, joy yeah. you get is is critiquing it and being, well, they did this wrong and they did this yeah. wrong. Yeah. Especially and for wrestlers. It's like especially yeah. for wrestlers. If you're a heel yeah. on TV every weekend yeah. or whatever, you know. It's, it's going to generate some heat on the internet, well, too. Well, even if yeah. you're not a heel, I think people forget that wrestling, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, wrestlers. But it's like, well, these are like some of the most successful television shows, longest running TV shows in mm -hmm. history. And these guys are like TV stars in a way. They were like major celebrities. But you would never watch, you know, Arrested Development or some other just conventional TV show yeah. and then rip apart like yeah. the performance <laughs> of the actor. Yeah. Larry yeah. David. You know, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> if I was telling that joke, I'd hit the punchline Jason, way harder. Jason Bateman's not funny. Why yeah. is he the main character? For whatever reason, like you, you just forget that when you're watching wrestling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just critique it as if you could be one. So, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's and, wild. And they physically put themselves on the line each and every week. Every week, they could beat the crap out of all of us, and we're sitting here being like, oh, yeah. <laughs> "You can't wrestle." Like, yeah. no, yeah. You, but you can kill me. That backflip <laughs> looked like shit. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> you show us your backflips, yeah. yes, sir. Uh, so wow, that's, do you ever still, you know, get like, is it surreal? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All the time. Um, Cody Rhodes, uh, I'm still pissed about WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were there. Yeah, you right? were there. Yeah. I yeah. was there. I was there for the whole weekend. Wow. Uh, we saw, I saw, I was witness to Johnny. I think he was looking at your Instagram story or something yeah. where he saw where you were sitting and son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> where, where, where were you sitting? I may be paraphrasing. Well, so, so my, my WrestleMania tickets weren't, they were on the floor, so they're pretty nice, okay. but I, yeah. they were far enough away from the ring that like, I don't know why. It kind of sucks being on the floor. Yes. If you're not like in the first three rows. Correct. You can't oh, see shit. Really? Correct. Oh, yeah. Okay. Every time, every time a live oh. spot happens where someone flips or tumbles or yeah. makes an entrance, oh. every like, they're standing. Rows okay. are standing. Uh. And you're like, well, I'm short, so I guess I'll stand up. <laughs> and you can't stand on the chairs. So you're yeah. like, uh. I guess I'll look around and look in between shoulders. And yeah, and then you know, some, some people that. bring their kids, so they put the kids on the on the uh, you know, their shoulders yeah, even mm. more. So now I really can't see what's happening. Um we gotta but, stop bringing kids and stuff, dude. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, <laughs> they ruin everything. We, we'll, well, that's a separate. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. But that's it's or getting put ridic a kids section. It's getting Just ridiculous. Let them yeah. have kids table. <laughs> the kids table. The kids yeah. ring. Whatever. Yes, the kids whatever. ring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, Power so, bomb through the kids table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for WrestleMania, uh, because of Creed, all of us, all of us at G4 before it shut down, we were given like pre-order codes for Ooh. seats. Ooh. So awesome. we got to buy our seats before most okay. everyone else did. But the problem is. Um, a lot of the seats were not, you were not allowed to buy the two day. Um, single seat. Sing, you had to oh. buy single seats. Oh. So if I want to sit in the front row, I had to pay thousands of dollars for one night yeah. for one seat. Mm. And so I had to buy the combo packs. And so that put us like, basically I was on the, the right side of the ramp in the very far back. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So anytime anyone came out, I was like, oh, I could see the pyro. And that's cool. You know, like yeah. when, when, when Dominic Mysterio came out and he was handcuffed, and they like pulled him out in the in the uh, the cop car. Yeah. He like opened the doors, and you can see me going like ah, like because he's like right next <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, like the like uh, that's where our WrestleMania tickets were. But I, w- I had front row tickets to f- to Friday Night SmackDown the night before WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and uh, I that was a complete mistake. Like I should not have had those tickets. I think a celebrity was supposed to be in those seats, <laughs> and they didn't show. Oh. And so I happened to be at SmackDown in a friend's box, hmm. and my contact oh, wow. messaged me and was like, "Hey, you want tickets to SmackDown?" And I was like, "Yeah, why not?" What how good are these tickets? Freaking front row. Oh my so god. You saw my you saw this for like so four you were, hours. You were already in the arena. <laughs> yeah. And you got a text message and you're like, hey guys, I'm leaving this box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I asked my friends, like, does anyone want to come with me? Yeah. And everyone was like, no, we're good with the box. Oh. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so I went down and I called my friend who lived nearby and I was like, hey, I have one more ticket next to me here. He was like, I'm there in five minutes. That's he awesome. showed up and Hell yeah. yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, I'm sorry. My my story. Cody Rhodes. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah, right. Uh, I've been a huge fan of Cody Rhodes for years. Mm. Um, you're right. My yeah. mic died, so I'm trying to fix it. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh. No, you're good. I'm trying to be really coy with it. Sorry. Keep going. No, you're good. No, that's good. We um, did that on purpose. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, Cody Rhodes, I've been a fan of his for a long time. Uh, I love his work in AEW. And uh, he messaged me on Twitter many years ago out of the blue mm-hmm. and was like, hey, man, I just want to say I'm a huge fan of your work. And I was like, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of your work. You're freaking Cody Rhodes. Like, you're legendary. Yeah. What, what, what did I do? He's Stardust, like, man. I mean, I'm, uh, hey, Stardust was fun. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I, I can get behind Star, I, Stardust. Totally. Actually, I couldn't get behind it knowing what it would like. It probably hurt him. It, probably, but, but that was the time where I was getting into it. Yeah. And it, seeing the two brothers perform together. That I was, was really fucking, cool. I was there for it. Yeah. So that was my <laughs> that, first. That made sense to me for sure. My yeah. first character for Cody was the Stardust, Stardust character yeah. and how goofy it was and yeah. him acting like his brother. I, I don't know. I loved yeah. it. I, lo- I loved Rather Dashing. Okay. Cody Rhodes. All and right. I also loved the Bullet Club stuff that he was doing yeah. outside. Um, but yeah, he messaged me and just was like asking for advice on like gaming setups and home theater setups. And Whoa. so I was wow. giving him my my advice here and there of, of things, you know, oh, you should do this, you should do that. Yeah. And then um every now and then in my in my content, I'll I'll throw in a wrestling joke or a reference. Uh, because I know him and Cole and and some others watch my stuff. And uh He'll send me a DM or a message like, hey, dude, thanks for that. It was really funny. It made me laugh. Like, I, oh, I nice. appreciate that. Wow. So at SmackDown, uh, he didn't know I was going to be there. And so he he came by uh, right before the Hall of Fame started. And he, he like marked out on me. And I <laughs> marked out on him. And there's no footage of it anywhere. It's I, like, it's you. Yeah, it's we, you. we both were like, oh, my God. Like, That's we're cool. finally meeting in person. Uh, he's, just, he's just the nicest guy. I, oh, I, I'm, man. Not to spoil WrestleMania, but it was a rough one. Yeah, knowing, knowing what kind of came from it. So, <laughs> well, everybody out there's had a chance to watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have any plans to attend any live wrestling in the future coming up? Oh man, I would love to, but no plans. No do you plans. ever go to indie shows at all? Um, no. I wish. I wish I did. You're I'm just kn- too busy. I'm too busy. Two I, hours of sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've got more time back now that G4 is gone. Yeah. But oh yeah, thank yeah. God. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> uh, I'm. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, one of my producers at G4 is friends with uh, some of the guys up in, in Burbank that run a promotion. I forget what it's called, but they do like these really weird wrestling themed nights where they'll be like, all right, everyone, this this event is Matrix themed. 
Oh, so okay. everyone well, comes yeah. um, everyone comes out dressed in the Matrix. Yeah, the audience is dressed up in Matrix gear. <laughs> Ooh, and you know sometimes yeah. they, they have like a kaiju month where everyone came out oh. dressed in like gigantic That's inflatable kaiju okay. type yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. That sounds nice. great. Yeah, it's, like a, it's great. like a monthly, weekly wrestling themed thing. Yeah. I think it's oh, cool. it's called Wrestling Pro Wrestling. Okay, that's okay. what it's called, I believe. Right. And they 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 do this promotion all the time. And it's if you're in the Burbank Glendale area, I highly recommend you check it out. It's very wrestling fun. pro wrestling. We'll check that yeah. out. We're yeah. gonna be uh, attending some combat soon next week. We're gonna mm. be doing a live yes. show in Tampa the night before Creator Clash. Yes, we were talking before the podcast that you tried to get into Creator Clash, uh, but they didn't want you to. It's it's not that they didn't want me to. They were it's scared that, of the power. No, no. Behind your punches. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I uh, I was talking to to my boy Aaron Aaron Hansen. Mm-hmm. Love the man. Um, when when Creator Clash One was kind of winding down, I said, "Hey, I would I would love to be in Creator Clash." He's like, "Oh, we'd love to have you." And I was like, "I there's one person that I I really would love to box." And I told him the person, and he goes, "Oh, we can't." We can't have you box them. <laughs> and I said, oh, why not? And he's like, because the the beefs aren't real and your beef with them is very real. <laughs> and I said, yeah, that that makes sense. I probably shouldn't do that. Uh, so uh, I, I stopped poking about being a part of it because yeah. uh, there's not I, I'm a pretty friendly guy. I'm friends with most people. Yeah. Sure. There's like one or two people on my list that I'm like, I'd love to knock their teeth in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you told me who, I was like, all right, no, I'll train too. Yeah. Yeah, let's get let's tag get, team it. Let's get to work. Yeah. They, they um they had a couple people drop out for Creator Clash One and they came to us. Like, would well, you guys want to get oh, in? Oh, no it? way. And we started uh, throwing the ideas I around. I think it was and... like three weeks before. Yeah. You know, oh, so it's like no time to train yeah. at all. And I think, you know, a couple of us are thinking, well, maybe we should, it would have been good promotion for yeah. us. And then after watching Creator Clash, I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, after speaking to the Super Mega guys, too, it was yeah. like, oh, that's how it went down? Yeah, like the getting, physical getting discomfort concussed. they were in. I don't like, know if I'm no, no, no. into CTE this stage yeah. of my life. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's, a, there's a flight or fight aspect to it that you <laughs> sure, see yeah. on their faces. Like, that's what made me nervous watching it. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, that's like, there's like, boxing yeah and then there's what happened to them which was like <laughs> going into a bit of like a panicked shocked state the ferocity it, of dad our our friend nathan barnett oh yeah it really when i saw it play out i went oh i should stop kind of challenging him it on honestly kind of reminded me of like schoolyard fights where you know kind of like the whole class kind of eggs you on like yo this person says they want to fight you you're like what really me yeah i guess i'm gonna fight them after school and then everybody's there like yeah fight and you're like what what am i doing here yeah out my face well so let me ask you guys if you had to do it mm. who who on team mega 64 would go i think it was a toss-up between me and garrett to, yeah, to, I mean, I was considering it, and I was putting actual like thought into like, could I do that? Got, would I want to do it? You got the height and the weight. You definitely sure, could, sure. could do it. But who would I want to? That's what I was kind of like, kind of comparing myself to the first card. And it's like me and me and Dad have similar builds. We're we're probably. I am not as trained as him at all. Yeah. He went hard. Oh my oh, god, Nathan yes. does so nothing half-assed. No, seriously, yeah. balls to the wall. Seriously. We had him come out to game days as well one time, and yeah, he was hilarious. No, totally. Yeah, he was great. He we sells at everything he does. We were witness to him when he was a guest. Uh, well, so were we at the Screw Attack gaming convention a million so years ago. So good. That's yeah, where I was, met you guys. Oh, that's right. Of that's course. where we met. I, yeah, we, we had the same flight. 
Uh, oh. And I was in the I was in the van with you guys. Oh, that, and yeah. I was so nervous to talk to you guys. Oh, I was massive God. fans. Oh no! Uh, I think I think I said maybe like ten words. I was like, I really oh, like your guys' stuff. That was such a fun call. <laughs> that, that, that was a fun. Was con. that the one when he jumped off the balcony? That's yes. what I was going to bring oh, up. Oh my God! Yeah. He broke his ankle. His ankle, and then continued to do the whole panel. And yeah. Then he went to the hospital after. Yeah. Oh, so when you brought up him not half-assing anything, that's what immediately yeah. came yeah. The dude jumped high enough to break his bones and then oh, continued yeah. the panel. Damn. Did, did he flip or he... Because I, I, I don't remember what happened, but did he jump off the balcony or... No, some, he, he was like dangling from it, right? He, he, no, it was a high... Like, you don't hear me. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh Sean's come on over mic, here. Sean's oh, mic is, uh, yeah, is died. Here you go. I tried to fix it behind the scenes. I can't fix it. Um... <laughs> See. Yeah, join us. Uh, he uh, he jumped off this high balcony, landed so weird, and then went ow, and then just kept like as if no, and just did as if nothing happened. Yeah. And then like continued to dance and do everything yeah. else normal. And then like after it was over, he just like hobbled away and then wasn't seen again because he went to the hospital. I think it was fucking yeah, yeah. so uh, intense. Yeah. It was wild. Good jump though. It was, yeah. it was <laughs> okay. Get all of you alone. That was a fun a, con. I will say that I can't. There hasn't been any other con since where I've been up at, uh, till four in the morning watching someone trying to beat uh, Mike Tyson. And that's right. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, oh, it's yeah, it's I like think, daylight out now. I okay, think you guys, <laughs> you guys also did a dumb bit. You guys didn't know me at all, but in your guys's promo video, you were like, "We're gonna kill Gerard the Completionist." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And I was executed I, on yeah, site. That yeah. was so funny. <laughs> I was, I was we so had to, stoked. We were in a video game competition uh, against those guys, and we were promoting it, saying, "If we win, we're gonna murder everybody on YouTube." <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's funny because everyone, <laughs> everyone responded to that video and, the, and what was happening differently. Like uh, you were always very gracious, and you know, we of course got to know you over time. I think Brentel Floss was annoyed because our fans kept showing up to his stuff, just like you're going down. You're going. And he's like, I'm not even involved in this. Why did they mention us, me, in the video? So I think he was kind of like annoyed. But uh, we we eventually reached out to him, and he was he was a really nice guy. Yeah. But uh, I think Peanut Butter Gamer. <laughs> I think we made the threat of like, hey, if we win, like he can't make a YouTube video for one year. Yeah. And I think he was the only person that never even once acknowledged the existence of uh, just like, I think people asked him about it. And he's just like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. All right. Anyway, you know, I don't think we ever have spoken to him or anything. So, uh, I, you know, I'm curious if he held to our demand, you know, he didn't, you know, you know what? Knowing his upload schedule, I think he actually did take that year. Oh, okay. So, All right. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a friend of his, so I can say <laughs> oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did, we <laughs> nice. never knew him personally. I actually haven't seen his stuff, but I saw him listed it probably on the guest list or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, All right. Throw this guy in. He didn't ask yeah, that, for it. Yeah, this <laughs> is actually, we're, we're in a collective called Normal Boots. This oh, yeah. Is, this of is our course, logo. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's how uh, that's how I know him. I've been okay, him for years. That's cool. but, oh, there yeah, you go. I guarantee you, he probably laughed. It was like, oh, that's oh, okay. so cool. And then yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like, yo, stop bringing me up. No, Austin, Austin's a good, a good dude. He, <laughs> cool. he laughed at it for sure. That's cool. Well, there you go. We gave you a year off. We were trying to help, you know, <laughs> you have a year to chill. It'd be fun. So you guys um, passed on creator clash. <laughs> or we're, not, we're not competing. It, yeah, it was no. more. Yeah, yeah. We will no. be attending this year. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're attending. We're attending this time. And uh, like I said, like you said, during doing our show the night before. 
Uh, so we're the warm. We're basically the warm up for Creator Clash. Sure, yeah. nice. And our show's going to be so violent, it's going to make the main show just look tame. Yeah, you guys are going to murder someone live, live on stage. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you never know. That's the yeah. Mega Sixty Four way. In Tampa. That's how you know. That's, that's how, how you get any to. venue. Yeah, yeah. you know, you got to get that. the people excited for something. Exactly. Yeah. Carnage uh, before carnage. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. smoking Flocka on the sidewalk right before we go in the venue. <laughs> it's just floored all the way. Yeah, get in character. Get some Delta Eight going. Yeah, why not? On that note, we should say, actually, we do want to plug that uh, if there are some tickets available, if you're coming to Tampa, Florida, and you're going to be there Friday, April 14th, come to our live show. We're going to be playing a Club Sky, and we got a whole new show ready to go. Mm -hmm. You don't want to miss it. Mega64.com slash tour is where you can find the tickets, and uh, there's a few left, so get on it if you want to see us there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we've, we've been going for quite a while here. Yes. So yeah. we might we might just wrap it up in a second. But uh, Gerard, what are you moving on to next? What's in the future for you? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, obviously still completing games as I do. That's the name. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But the big thing I'm working on is I'm, I'm producing video games. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. getting into producing video games. Uh, I want to create a like producer slash publishing arm that allows content creators to pair up with indie devs. Interesting. To make oh, games. Because wow. the way I see it is when you guys get these all the time, right? Those like random PR emails that are like, <laughs> hi, Mega. Yeah. We love your work. <laughs> yeah, we love yeah. this, the Tetris video yeah. from a long time ago. <laughs> Do you want to code for our game? There's a lot of PR companies that get paid a bunch of money to just like send out blanket emails to get influencers to show yeah. up and do stuff. Yeah. And so I was like, what if the influencers were a part of the production process of the game, hand in hand with the developer, yeah. and could market the game and get their friends to play the game too? Because obviously, you know, a rising tide raises all ships. Mm -hmm. So um, that's kind of what my super goal is. And I'm, I'm kind of trying to prove the format right now. So I'm producing three games. Um, wow. A game is called Elsie, which is like a Mega Man X roguelike, similar to... Um, 20XX or 30XX if you okay. guys have played that. Ooh, nice. oh, okay. um, there's a game called Renane, which is like a hack and slash. Um, you're like a little knight that kind of runs around. It has a psychic character called Chompy. It's like a little chow garden type of guy that's fun and, and chaotic. And the, the last game I'm producing is called Gestalt Steam and Cinder, which is basically Castlevania steampunk. Uh, yeah. Very, very like a steampunk Castlevania yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm producing those three games. They're all coming out in the next 18 months. And I'm hoping to have like proved the model so I can, you know, go to my fellow right. content friends and go, hey, is there an indie game that you like to partner with? Or is there a game that you want to make? Let's go find some funding and work together to kind of team up as a powerhouse to market yeah. these games. So and you that, were, yeah, wow. You were at PAX East showcasing some of these games? Yeah, yeah. I, was, I do remember seeing a few of those. Yeah, Elsie and, yeah. yeah. and Renee. And I had, I had two mm -hmm. booths that I was running back and forth between <laughs> as much as I could. Appointments all day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it was really cool just to like, pe people were excited to meet me, obviously, but mm -hmm. then to sit down and be like, and now I get to demo the game with yeah, you. Here, here's the controller. Yeah, yeah that's take, cool. take it away. Yeah, that's And really that's cool. why you're here today, because we are going to announce... Open world Dracula is real. We're doing it. <laughs> so thanks for uh, nope, you know we nope. didn't talk we didn't talk to you ahead of time. No, I, no. It's a when you see the plans. Yeah, sure, it's a done yeah. Deal. You'll buy. It. I'll it's just, a done deal. I, I'm assuming I have to say yes because there's a camera and a mic. Dude, so, you'll buy yeah. Oh, That's even, how we got you. Even if yeah. this wasn't it here, you in our when track. you see <laughs> yeah. open world Dracula, when you're like, oh, so he can invite anyone? Yeah, yeah. You'll pay. You'll pay. Ooh, you'll sure. pay the money. 
Yeah, I'm curious to see how that so, pans out. All right. Well, everyone, there it is. E3 came a little early, didn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, well, you thought E3 be. was dead. Yeah. It's not. Uh, no, uh, they, no, that's, that's awesome. That's really, really cool. And, uh, yeah, I saw you talking about that at PAX East and it's cool to see you in this kind of new frontier and you're always doing something cool. You know, again, you're, you're one of the guys that's been there a long time on, on YouTube, but has, uh, you've always seen beyond just the, the limited scope of what YouTube can be. You've always had kind of a, well, a bigger vision of everything. I think well, not, that's really Not to cool. blow smoke up your guys' ass, but you guys kind of started the model. Like you guys... No. Honestly, when I started, a lot of my stuff was I'd look at your guys' model and I go, they do their own merch. They have their own website. They have their own community. Like <laughs> you guys were the blueprint to lead the way for so many of us. And so like, you know, yeah, if no one gave you guys your flowers yet, like fucking they should buy you a flower. Shop. <laughs> oh, you guys you. kick yeah. ass and, and put in all Thanks. the work. And the fact that you're still here kicking ass still is is, is fantastic. Oh, thank you very much. Well, yeah, we appreciate I, we, it. We Definitely do appreciate do. that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And uh, we appreciate well, you being on our podcast too. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, my pleasure. Hopefully, I, I wasn't too talkative or too too commanding uh, in the what conversation. Here. No, you're they're the here. guest. We want to hear your story. Every yeah, yeah, we want to hear you. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Sure. Sean, Sean, did we leave anything out? Do you anything on your end? Um, this isn't. I I just got this email, and this is years in the making. I'm not throwing the first pitch. Don't get. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, got, I got scared. Cameo finally approved me. What? Wow. It happened just now. You can do cameos. I've been rejected. I've been rejected by them for years, and I finally got the approval. Wow. I've made it, guys. So my mic doesn't work. Doesn't even matter. I feel I'm a cloud nine. (laughs) Hey, so everyone, you want Sean, Mr. Sean Chatfield, to wish you a happy birthday. $330 later, you will get your wish. I'm going to, I'm, uh, whatever, um, what is Oh, Kim Kardashian charge. I'm gonna do that. She's that, on that cameo. I don't know. Is she? I don't no, know. I, I hope know. not. No, Caitlyn Jenner is, and it's like 2,500. I'm competitive with Caitlyn Jenner. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'd That's pay. Cool. I'd pay for you. Always. Thank you. Yeah. Not Caitlyn Jenner. No. Okay. Fair enough. There you go. Well, anyway, so I just I literally just got the email, so I'm very excited. Congrats. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Well, I'm gonna well, announce today. Actually, I have a big announcement too. Uh, Creator Clash Three. I'm gonna be in it, and I'm fighting Caitlyn Jenner. Okay. Yeah, there you go. All right. Let's go. And I'm just kidding. And I'm going to announce, oh, I already announced Open World Dracula, so I already did my announcement. Garrett, anything for you? Anything to announce? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, let's just say uh, Hell in the Cell is right around the corner. <laughs> oh. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm from row with that. Vince curled his mustache up and oh. made me a deal. I couldn't refuse. There you have it. So we all got, we all got something in the works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you have it. Well, folks, thanks for watching the Mega 60 War podcast. Uh, we are not, this was a special presentation. We're not going to have an after show tonight. I did want to uh, say thank you, though, for joining us. And like I just said 10 seconds ago, and uh, this is your last weekend, by the way, to pick up our, uh, if you're watching this live, the Unboxing Ring Blu-ray that is in our store. Uh, we kept that pre-order up for a little bit. And there's also a special bundle that comes with like a shirt and a signed poster and other exclusive stuff like that. So pick that up if you didn't get the chance before because the, the door, the that big garage door you see on the cover Uh-oh. is about to close it's closing. for good and then be bulldozed. It's like that so, scene in Titanic. You're yeah. like the last guy out. Your legs are dangling. So hurry up. Don't, don't get crushed. Don't be the propeller guy where you, it's Ooh. like, oh, no. I'm good. Nope. Bing. Did you see Titanic? I have. Yeah. It's yeah. a perfect movie. Perfect movie. Check right. it out. Everyone, check it out. Blu-ray. Uh, and we'll see you live in Tampa yep. uh, next week. So, yes. Very soon. Thank you for watching, everybody. Goodbye. Johnny, we got a special guest. Do the...
cool, do a cool fade. Oh, yeah, do a cool, like cool an even fade? cooler fade than normal. Oh, okay. Whoa, Whoa. there it was. That was cool. <laughs> what? 